Brainstorm, a comedy game design podcast by two guys who know nothing about comedy nor game design. I'm Ben Slinger, and with me, as always, is Travis Scott. Yes, I am. Good. Thank you for confirming that. How are you, good sir? Uh, I am uh, relatively well. We have had COVID in the house again this week, which sucks, but uh, it has bypassed me, so I personally am feeling great. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I'm feeling pretty good today. That's good. I was going to ask. <laughs> we, ha- we had some potentially bad news and then it just went away. So it was like, <gasps> that's the, that's the only thing that bad news should do. Just go away and not actually, not actually turn up. Yes. So I enjoyed our what three words that we did at the end of last week's episode. So mm. let's continue that again today. Hey, Benjamin, what three words? Uh, well, while I get that. Since we didn't do it last week, because we kind of just rolled into it, uh, I'm just going to let our audience know that What Three Words is a site that we use. We go to whatthreewords.com, uh, where they have essentially broken up the entire sphere of the Earth into three meter chunks, uh, and each of those chunks has three words mm-hmm. assigned to it. Now we used to manually sign. Uh- Go get these. But you what, manually just click around. Yeah. Yeah. What What I eventually did was I created a little bot that um, sort of randomly selects a longitude and latitude, and then just selects that. Yep. So we get a nice little random set of three words, and we just use this as another prompt to turn into game designs. So Ben, what three words? Depend, unheeded, besieged. Depend. Makes me think of Depends undergarments. <laughs> so, I'm thinking elderly. Oh, uh, is that wrong? Is that ageist? Um, yeah. No, it's yeah, probably fine. It's probably fine. It's like, you know, you wear a nappy at the start of your life, you wear a nappy at the end of your life. Like We're just using it as a, as a prompt into that thing. I don't think they all have to be wearing them. No. So, yes, like an old person's home, like a retirement home. Yeah. That is under siege in some way. Ooh. Yes. Or is there, like, factions within the home that I, I like, are fighting? I like the idea that it's, it's you know, sort of like Civilization or, like, one of these other <laughs> other sort of yeah. games where it's... Empire Builder. Empire Builder, but you're just building retirement homes. And it's retirement homes going up against each other, trying to take over, like, sort of territory as to where... Yeah. Um, you know, if they can take over uh, the neighbouring retirement home as well mm. then you become an uber retirement home that takes up a lot more lot more space and you lot can have space. a lot more people in and the idea is that it's that it's like i'm thinking the council or or the or the actual you know the government uh only has enough money to to give to one of the um of the retirement homes to and ensure that they can they can afford to give medication to all their people so you want to make sure that you're you're the group that actually yeah. wins out. So I, I like that. I um I recently jumped back into Empire of Sin, uh, which is like a gangster kind of sim during Prohibition, taking over the city slowly by doing turn based mm-hmm. combat and stuff. I kind of like bringing in elements of that almost, where like you have a character. Okay. Yep. And. You are able to sort of you're going around and and you're able to like maybe sabotage the other retirement homes or just buy them out completely and make a deal. Like there's sort of some diplomacy aspects. Okay, but are, it's you, really- are you a nurse? 
because I like the idea that you're like a Nurse Ratched sort of character. Oh, okay. You you can go a little bit. Yeah. A little bit more sinister and, and, and you know, um, I don't know, <laughs> sabotage the other, the other sort of groups. And- <laughs> I guess where we run into problems here is that, like, sabotaging an old person's home essentially means torturing elderly people, uh, potentially. And I know that. No, it's just it's just it's literally torturing the the orderlies and the other doctors and nurses. Yeah, right. But I, I guess I guess my point being that the performance of an of an old person of a retirement home comes down to essentially how well the people are treated. So sabotaging that is then tr- at least have a knock on effect of them being treated more poorly. But if we are willing. <laughs> To use elderly folks in our digital elderly folks as a resource, as pawns, in our, game. <laughs> as pawns in our game, then we can go with that. I was thinking that, uh, you know, you could have some elements of like, if you want to play the long game, you put your retirement home in the prime spot of a place that has no old people because, like, they're going to get old. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait. 40 years and or, that retirement home is going to be booming. Or people want to move close to their young families so the young families mm. can come visit them. That's it. There could be, yeah. So you really want, that is prime real estate. Like, it, like, or, or maybe you've got aspects of developing the land around to make it attractive to the elderly. Oh, what if... Yes, you can choose one of you, your your hero is is a nurse. Your hero is a doctor. Your hero mm-hmm. is a property developer. Your your hero is a you know Wall Street mogul. That right. sort of stuff. And so they have different techniques, essentially, of of how they develop these spaces. And yeah, yeah. And you just through your your choices and and how like systems like this could be a fully systems based game in that you know. All you can do is influence the systems, but mm. you can't, like, all in all, there are certain things that are going to win out and that could be rolls of the dice behind the scenes and mm. Mm. maybe there's maybe there's a, a computer AI playing the, playing the local government that are that are making changes to the, to the local area and that sort of stuff. And playing oh, yeah, against and you. make, yes, absolutely. I think almost in, um, was like transport tycoon where the the cities and things would kind of build and develop somewhat based on their their economy but your you had an influence on that economy just through like the trains you were building whatever so in a similar sense oh if you build a booming retirement home that is really attractive to people then okay the city is going to react in particular ways to like Oh, our age, our aged population has increased. So we need, you know, we're going to build more hospitals or something, you know, and having those sorts of feedback loops. Mm. Cool. That is and really cool. We'll have the ultimate retirement home empire. Three, uh, no, not three, two, one. Click Trevor. What, is, what three words? Speakerphone, transferable, takedown. <laughs> Okay. So if you haven't gone to burnout style game with um you know 80s guys um on on their speaker like on their speaker phone I, okay. in their cars and it's um 
you know, as their car gets taken down, they they move into another. They've got to keep their their phone call going, but they can also take down other people. Like I know it that, kind of that's writes not itself. Where I went, <laughs> I actually went to like a splinter cell esque thing where you can use. You can put your phone on speaker and be using it as a distraction to then come and take them down. Mm. Like that's an aspect of of the stealth. But uh, but we don't have to go that route. Um, what was your, what was the third word? Speakerphone takedown. Transferable. And so that's why I was thinking if you if your car gets taken down, you've got to transfer the phone <laughs> transfer the, the phone call, call to 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 another car that you that you commandeer and then you you stay on oh you know what it is you, you're a cop and you're on hold um and and you're literally just trying you're trying to keep uh keep things going you're you're in a burnout style game in that you're taking people down in high speed chases and stuff um but effectively you're you're your retirement day is coming up and you're just trying to make sure that you um you can you know, transfer, you know, all all your cash out of your out of your pension fund or whatever it is, whatever you got to do. And if you if you you know lose power to the phone or the phone gets hung up because you know you it gets too damaged and you don't transfer the call, you you basically lose out. And then you got you got to call up again, and you're at the start of the um you're at the start of the queue again. Like, right? I like some of those ideas. I I, I don't think it needs to be a cop necessarily. No. I think. Can, but having and- someone essentially on hold, waiting to be tr- like transferred or whatever, or continuously being transferred between different departments, yeah, and having to almost at certain points, like I, I love the idea that you're in a race, you're like taking someone down, and then they fucking pick up, and it's like, oh shit, now I have to not only do this, but I have to use the D pad to like select things on my phone <laughs> while I'm also of, like still trying to drive in a high speed race. <laughs> Because they want me to, like, re-enter my fucking account number. <laughs> that is so cool. It's, it's, it's almost... <laughs> I just had a ridiculous idea. It's almost burnout, takedown, cross, papers, please. <laughs> Can you imagine having to, like... You've got your bill, you've got your license, you're trying to drag them around so you can type numbers into your phone, all the while having to fucking drive in a high-speed race? Um, <laughs> I don't know how that works for a control method, but um, there's, I kind of love so, the, there's the something about like handbrake. You know, you're sliding into the turn, and then you're like, "Okay, I don't have to be using anything else." Okay, quickly move across and select, and we're out, we're out of that. So it's like, "Oh, you must continue entering." In it's like, "Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> when you're done, hit the hash key." Oh, fuck! I forgot to hit the hash key. <laughs> It, like, times out, you have to start over. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Um, <laughs> I'm just also picturing if you really do have, like, papers that you're um, having to, like, keep track of. Every time you take a sharp corner, they, like, slide across the dashboard. You have to grab them again and bring them back when you need them. <laughs> <laughs> There's something about this. I, I really mm. like it. Let's explore this a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can get deeper in. So, okay, what... Who are you and and why, like, are you just a fucking street racer or have you found yourself somehow in, like, a high-speed chase or a a race for some reason? I think many years ago, you know, you were were sort of like a guy 
in the rat race sort of, you know, going nine to five and, and you know, working from an office and all this sort of stuff. And now yeah. you're like midlife, midlife crisis. I mean, you know, I've just... I'm about to hit 42 myself. I'm like, I get the idea of why people go through midlife crises or crises. Right. Um, and, you know, he just, wa- he wants to, you know, so- do something different. <laughs> so, he so, starts, okay, he starts okay. racing. Yeah. But, but still, he, he- the bills need to be paid. That's it. He doesn't go full midlife crisis and quit his job. He's just doing his job from his car <laughs> while he street races to make himself feel, feel young again. A hundred percent. Like he's a customer service that. operator, so or something so, like that. Yeah, where you're, or, or just like some sort of data ad- analyst, administrative. Or- yeah, like some sort of administrative assistant or something. And it's like, okay, I have to renew the phone bill for for this. You know, he's got like six different clients who he's a virtual assistant for or something. Yeah. So he's having to just yeah, like renew renew phone bill, like phone accounts, pay bills. Uh, you know, get it, get a certain piece of information or whatever, and take all over the and phone. take down, take down um, other people in these in these races in which you know is very much um, sponsored by Criterion Games or whatever, whoever may. Oh yeah, they'll they'll, uh, they'll they'll fund it for sure. Um, how <laughs> to to take this a bit more seriously than we had been. And maybe we don't, maybe we shouldn't, but I'd, li- I'd like to explore it a little. How would the controls work, do you think? Because obviously a papers, please, is very much mouse and keyboard, whereas uh, I-, I think this needs to be controller oh, to work 100%. well as a- Contr- Controller, um, you've got, you can use the, the other analog stick uh, that controls the hand. So if you need to grab something, you can do yeah, use, you I was can use the bumpers or, at the top to like- Or that you have some sort of toggle- that switches from the standard, like, left thumbstick steers, right thumbstick is camera. I mean, I guess if it- I guess it almost needs to be first person, uh, like, in the cock- in your seat kind well, of view, so you can see the thinking, papers and stuff. Or you can have it thinking, more abstracted. You, you have it more abstract that one part- one part of the view is you see- from behind. Most yeah, of the time in these games, you don't need to use the, the thumbstick to be looking around. You're just, you're looking- No, at generally where, not. Yeah. Like, if you if you do that that thing of, you know, Burnout 3 or Burnout um, Takedown, not the Burnout Paradise style thing where yeah. every, it, like, there's no- um, It's not open world. It's not open world. It's it's actual tracks that you're, that you're expected right. to go down through. Yes, yeah, yeah. I guess you can have the camera be smart enough, yeah. You can just keep the camera behind and, you know, it allows you to do get a bit of this stuff, but, you know, it's sort of following along with the track and, yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Um, obviously- Okay, so, all right. So, your your triggers are your accelerate and brake. Yep. Your left thumbstick is your steer. Your right thumbstick is moving is a the hand, hand around the bottom <laughs> of the screen. Like, sort of yeah. your bottom third of the screen maybe shows- Either just the paper's kind of floating there in a more abstract sense, or it actually shows like your dash, or, or, or like your, your console or whatever in front of I, the car. I think it's just the console in front of the car, and and as you sort of say, if you if you if you're able to get the hand out there and and hold down one of the bumpers as you're going around the corner, it can hold yep. the papers in place. But if you don't, then, right. then the laptop yes. goes sliding. <laughs> you got a laptop, <laughs> and then yes, you're using the D pad to like select. 
things on on your phone on a, on a to like keypad and that or if you need stuff. to like, like yeah yeah exactly <laughs> okay yeah that'd be interesting I feel like it would be very awkward but I mean that's kind of the point yeah but you you just dumb, you dumb down the racing a little bit yeah to the point yeah. that it's like you're having fun doing the racing but. You got to keep. You got <laughs> like if you don't pay attention to it at all, then you're going to lose. But you can still do pretty well if you're a little bit distracted. Yes, you don't want it to be too punishing. And then you realise that it's it's that thing of you know which do you focus on a little bit more? Well, really, you should actually be focusing in on on your job a little bit more because that's what that's what pays the majority of the bills. But. Mm-hmm. If if you lose too much, then you're actually paying money and repairs for your car. I wonder car if, we, and- if we then bring in things where you you know obviously the better you do at the job, the more money you earn. You can buy upgrades for your car, and some of those upgrades are things that help you drive more autonomously in a way. Hmm. Like you you they'll guide you onto the like keep you on the track a bit more, or you know, or you can go the other way. Of if mm. you're enjoying the yes. racing, you can go to. It automatically holds like you've got a laptop holder oh, that actually holds. All yeah, things or you've in got like clips or something to hold all the papers, or you can have a thing where all you have to do is like select the number on a page and it auto dials it into the, like auto types it into the phone or something instead of you having to type each number. Yeah. yeah, I like that having those different tech trees essentially of. Making one or the other easier, which, or if you really which, continue which to like part both, are you, like- which part are you actually enjoying more? Like, are you enjoying the racing? Well, keep the racing, you know, kind of hard, but <laughs> you still got to keep the other stuff going. Like, I like the idea of just. You I know. really like that idea, and of course, I think you can also win money through the races, right? Like, oh, if yeah. you, you know, you've got prize prize money there as well. So, but the thing whichever is, whichever you're doing well at, you can still. Achieve, but you can't do so badly. Like if you do just yes. if you just ignore your job completely, you'll get fired. If you just ignore the racing completely and sit there still on the still while all the cars go other cars go off ahead and you're just like doing your paperwork, then like you get kicked out of the league or whatever or out of yeah. the you know, you have to keep And then you gotta go back rank. into the office and you and you know, your character is like gets depressed and anxiety because he doesn't yeah, want to like go back into the office. Yeah, that's the bad ending is basically you, you're stuck in your dead-end job forever. You, you know what's part of this. And this is, this is a post-COVID thing of- Back he, in the office. He, he realised that if if he can work from home, then he can work from the car. And if he can work mm. from the car, then he can do what he's always wanted to do. <laughs> Hardcore illegal street <laughs> racing. <laughs> There's just something about it. Like, he's in a team's meeting at one stage and, you know, um, uh, he's he's got to, you know, set the background behind him and, and be oh very- Oh, God. Having, like, virtual meetings in there and having to- <laughs> I do love that idea that he's got the virtual background and you show that. You show that your character, but every time you take a corner, you see your character just, like- or slide to the side <laughs> or everyone thinks that you've got a virtual background on and it's like wow you always look like you're racing cars <laughs> you, darren stop committing to the bit 
<laughs> it's getting really distracting every, every, time, every, t- you... every time that the video looks to looks to go around a corner you lean into it <laughs> it's very impressive that you've memorized all the turns in your in your background video and that it never seems to repeat but <laughs> <laughs> why is the car going upside down with the video <laughs> you get taken out <laughs> Oh my god! I really love this idea. I I do too. I I hate the fact that we're going to get to the end of this episode and then no one no one's ever going to make this I know, game. I want someone to make this game. I, can you imagine? Like <laughs> you're driving along, you think it's going okay, and and then everyone's telling you that you're on mute and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on your call, you have to like reach over and try to hit the right button to unmute. <laughs> Especially because you haven't bought the thing on the laptop yet, and you know you got a camera there, but then the laptop slid, the and laptop so you slides. It just shows like the empty passenger seat. <laughs> oh my god, that's really um, funny. I love it. I really do. I I think that is one of the weirdest and wackiest games that we've ever come up with but it but it feels so like cool. it could work yes like it feels like it could work especially with those tech trees and especially with like yeah. you bring it into uh, stuff the 80s it's like it's 2000s now like it's no like, no no i think it's modern day yeah speakerphone transferable takedown that's one of the one of the most coolest ideas that we've ever Love come it. up with ben what three words coded shirt sleeve Cones. So I'm, hmm. I'm picturing some sort of world where there's like short maybe sleeves a- are cool in the office. <laughs> no, I'm thinking there's some sort of revolution, and they communicate to each other through codes different on their sleeves. <laughs> different length sleeves. Different lengths. I mean, that could play into it. The way that they fold them up. Uh, to like roll up the sleeves, one up, one down means something. Is this like a a, a that variation of semaphore? Po- Maybe <laughs> is this like a super post capitalist, like late stage capitalist world where you are a wage slave essentially in these in these businesses? So you have to wear shirts. Yep, you're in the white collar mines. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But yes, you are. There's like some sort of storyline going on where the 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 resistance like tries to get in touch with you, and then they teach you. You learn you learn more and more of these these codes, these uh, the ways of communicating mm. without your overlords knowing. Yeah, originally you were like not, you know, a, a cuff sleeve just off just off the um, just mm. off the wrist every single day, and then you know one day. Because you've learned about this whole thing that, you know, cutting the whole right sleeve off, you know, and rolling the other one halfway, that's actually, you know, a way of saying I'm I'm on board with the resistance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you exactly. realize that your boss has had it that way for the last few Ooh. months. So they're your actually boss is already actually- on it. In on it. They maybe they're yeah, okay, yeah. Cause it go it goes all the way to the top. Oh, it goes no all the way to the top, yeah. No, middle management course, isn't happy because capitalism. That's really cool. Hmm. So I wonder. It feels like a narrative thing. Yeah. But I do like sort of just the idea of uh, again, kind of. You know, we always like to play in the mundane, but having to go about your day a little bit. But you're keeping an eye now on now on everyone to find like 
the particular code you're looking for. Yes. Okay. Hmm. So I don't think that these are letter codes. I think these are these are actually no, no, like- no. I think sort of yeah, like you said, each thing means- you're effectively looking for um, for the other resistance operatives operatives in your office or in your in your office mine. Going with yeah. the white collar mines thing. <laughs> well, and I think. Well, I don't know that it's literally. A, it could. Be, it could be a mine in a sense, in that it's below ground, but I think it's still very much cubicles and. Well, you know, you know what I'm thinking. A white collar mine is. It's crypto. Crypto, <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> Just going down to the GPU room. <laughs> Be careful. That's why, that's why I've got my that's why I've got my sleeves rolled up. It gets hot in there. Uh, take a take a fire extinguisher. <laughs> Put out some of the fires. <laughs> you know we have to have these below ground now because, as you know, we caused climate change to get immeasurably worse. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to think of how this would play out. I, I guess the codes. There are a couple of ways you could go. The codes could be a main part of the gameplay and like a big part of it comes from maybe you're looking at security cameras or maybe you're like wandering around the office trying to confirm like multiple codes or something. It's like, oh, this person has their sleeves rolled up, but they don't have, um, you know, the the, the pit five stain on- shadow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or the pit stain on their left arm and not their right because that's the sign. Like those things together mean, okay- it's go time. We're doing this, you know. Mm. But then you've got to be very careful of Spinny, Sweaty McGee because he's always got that that pit stain yeah. on that side, and that bear did take did take the um the right take his sleeve off. Uh, so we just don't know whether you know that's actually uh, he is actually part of the resistance or he's just that unlucky. Yeah. Or you could go the other way where the shirt sleeves are definitely. A part of this whole resistance, but the, the gameplay itself doesn't necessarily like revolve specifically around that. It's more of a narrative experience, and like one mission in the whole thing might be look out for a particular code because that means we're literally going to like storm the boss's, the CEO's office, and and take we're the code, take go. the codes to his Bitcoin wallet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, what what I really like is that we can we can take take the buzzword that is crypto and make it even worse by by assigning a really shitty game around it. Yeah, this is this is our Web three game, except it doesn't actually involve the blockchain in any way, except for making fun of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I find it so funny that it's like Web three and it's like it feels like you're going backwards because the blockchain has no. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. They're just um, trying to. I, I was I was reading something the other day saying that um, it would actually cost less to um, store like data in Skittles than what it would be to, to <laughs> yeah. store it in the Ethereum blockchain. I'm not surprised. Like, I'm not surprised. There's, it's got... Yeah, anyway, we're not going to go on a big crypto rant, but, you know, we're against it and it's bullshit and it can fuck right off. <clears throat> what three words? What three words? Yeah, keep, yeah, keep, I, I, keep tokens fungible. <laughs> I think you're going to love this. All right. Automated. Mm. Weary. Ooh. Lowlands. Ooh. 
Because you like your okay. automated games. We do, we, uh, we do like our automated games, both of you. You were just showing yeah. off your latest Satisfactory builds to me before we recorded. Yeah. I'm really enjoying Satisfactory yet again. Yeah. Like, it's so cool. Lowlands, though, uh, this makes almost like, oh, like a Mad Max mm. automation-y sort of game. Yeah, kind of like you've got the big wigs, you know, living in their lush cities and the mm. lowlands are like- the, you know, the, um, <laughs> the area, you know, within, yeah. within an apocalyptic setting, but effectively you got your walled cities that are, mm. Mm. that are locked and off they from could almost Maybe they're like almost black boxes of resources. Like, well, they, they require, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they require certain resources and then they also produce certain resources, mostly just like waste and stuff, but the waste gets sorted and because they're so- uh, uh, privilege, like a lot of the stuff they throw out, is can be used for, you know, turning into other things. So, your automation comes from waste processing, basically waste processing, and then like and sorting, and then breaking down. So it's actually actually that's an interesting it's an interesting take on it. Take on it because most- you do, you're effectively doing the recycling thing yeah, of trying mo- to greenify the. In a way, mo- most waistline. automation games have you start from the very base resources uh, and, you know, taking them out of the ground, mining them out of the ground, and then building up to more complex things. Whereas we're almost saying there would be a little there would be a little bit of base resources, but you actually have to break down the complex resources, stuff, yep. the complex, more complex stuff, into its base stuff first, and then rebuild it into other things. Yeah. And effectively, I'd like to see this as almost green automation in the fact that you're, you're, you know, uh, because there's not much water around, you have to actually, you know, do some sort of conversion of waste Mm. water into into clean drinking water. And yeah, I like that. It's like okay, over here where, like, all of the white goods (laughs) garbage (laughs) is coming down here. It 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 ends up. You know, going down a big funnel onto a conveyor, you've just got washing machines, fridges, whatever. It goes through some sort of process to break that down into, you know, components that you can use. Yeah, they might they might just be generic, you know, or you (laughs) might get a, you know, yeah, X things out of each one. For some reason, I'm I'm seeing that one of the one of the original things is like saucepans and shit. Like that's that's where you get your base metal. That is just you you've literally. You you work out oh this this port over here is the saucepan port so yeah. you can well yeah I'm wondering whether we bring the sorting into it even as part of the automation like when you start you you might start and you've literally just got you're right at the edge of the big wall and there's one garbage port and it's just spewing it like every hour or whatever it just spews stuff out in in like various amounts, or I mean, it might be the same amount, like the same proportions each time or yeah, something. Yeah. And so, to start with, you can pick through that. Like you can go and and say, okay, get me some whatever. Like get you, me thirteen you, saucepans. <clears throat> get me essentially, but it three takes aluminum time. pans, and then you know. Yeah, but it takes some time because you need to pick through it. Then, but as you start building stuff, you can build sorting. That can separate out the different things and and take and put take them out into storage or whatever, and then you've got them sort of clean. You've got that clean, and then you proceed to further break those down 
you know, melt down the saucepans, pull apart the the white goods and the TVs and the whatever, filter the feces, like the the the, the waste product. Waste. Just so waste that product. It's, a, it's just yeah. called waste product. No, we just yeah, but it is a sludge. No, I think it's a, it's a waste pellet because I, I like the idea that they they compress it down okay. into into like. <laughs> Well, although I do, I do like the, the idea of having to do some liquid-based stuff and having to like filter it and oh, that that was waste water. With- That's what I was right, thinking okay. with that. Like, right, okay. Because I think most of the time, like you can you can survive on the irradiated water that is you know around around your village, but your best bet is to actually. Um, you know, get the get the waste. Oh, water, that's an put interesting the thing too, actually. Yeah, no, I agree. Because what I was going to say is that. So yes, you can survive on the radiated water. You you don't stay very healthy. The plants also are not very healthy. Like I, I think you've almost got some farming stuff. Yeah. Where you are like you're building irrigation. Like the reason why why you've in a desert is because you're you're almost in. And your area is like the last oasis, yeah, sort of thing. Yeah. And I, I like the idea that, that maybe, maybe even, even the game is called Last Oasis. Like that's cool, but it 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 grows over time as you build your automation up and you like let plants thrive more because you've managed to filter out the irradiated water and now you're feeding them fresh water and okay they're going to flourish more. But then what yeah. I was going to say is I like the idea of oh now that you're now that you've got fresh water and more food, you yourself are healthier, and that's almost how your upgrades can work. Exactly. Um, you can now run faster. You can now, you know, jump yeah. high. If we're, if we're doing satisfactory style where you are, a, like, a first-person view. I, I think that's perfect. I, I like I like first-person views because I really like the way that satisfactory does it. But starting at the, at the, starting at the more like completed things and breaking down into its bare components so that you yeah. can make metal sheets to to build things and you know your automation is almost like uh at first it almost feels like you're you're getting some of the some of the people in the area to you know you you can set these people to go and pick some waste and it's yeah. like the um Daryl is looking for uh you know, plastic bottles and, you know, Steve's looking for saucepans and uh, Loretta is, you know, uh, washing it with the, with the irradiated water mm. and that sort of stuff. And then gradually yeah, you can build up to- It adds a bit more complexity to it, but I, I think I do like that of of almost having a, a settlement management sort of thing aspect as well. Very much tending towards just automating your people to do jobs, but- it, you know, the more fresh food and fresh water you have in the settlement, like the, the more, more people you can support, and then or the more people you can support, or the healthier the people are in your settlement, and so they can work faster. And because I like the idea of like you're around the city, right? But there's other other like cities that you can that you can potentially use to to get extra extra things. You hmm. can find um, caravans of of people who eventually, if they all come live at the last oasis then you're effectively you know you're building paradise mm. yeah i love that building paradise outside of paradise Out, outside of, of what they think is paradise, paradise. Yeah, yeah air quotes there air quotes paradise um that is i love that that's great i think 
that's awesome. Let's let's leave it there. Um, <laughs> I thought you were going to say let's make it. I was like, let's make it. I don't no, have time to. do I don't know which one is more ambitious out of the the takedown game or this one. Um, They're both I feel like ambitious. the takedown the takedown one you could get a pro, like a, a a prototype up faster. I think oh. of the base, mm. like of the very base gameplay. Two Whereas conflicting th- gaming styles, like, ooh, yeah. I don't know. I kind of get it, but. Yeah. If you would like to find all of our other episodes, go to podchaser.com slash bitstorm. They're all there. Listen to them in your app of choice, but come back to Podchaser to leave us a review. Ben, I really mm. like the music that we play at the start and end. Did you know oh, that that is uh, the song Mad Define? Uh, sorry. That is the song Mad Defiance from the album Containment Failure by no. the band Kuridos. You don't say. Um, they Where really- can I find more about it? Uh, com. Well. And then you might find out that we're actually part of the band and, like, yeah. Shh. Kind of why we got it for free. Shh. Anyway, thank you for joining us this week on Bitstorm. I'm Ben Slinger. I'm Trevor Scott, and thank you for holding. Oh, come on! You are seven T Earth in the oh, queue. Oh shit! <laughs>